Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 podcast. It is I, your trusted GM, Brian, welcoming you once again to another episode of our Dragon's Demand. And with me, I have a special guest helping to intro us in. Chris, also known as Stabby. Stabby. Well, what we have tonight is we've got a special episode. We are not doing an actual playthrough. In fact, what we are doing is called the... After Action Report, part one. Part one. And this is a new venue that we're going to start running every three, four episodes as kind of a uh, as a recap of the previous episodes. So in case they're too long, didn't listen, or you know maybe your YouTube channel you know shut down or for whatever reason, you could listen to this one episode and kind of get caught up on the hijinks of our hard slingers. You know, in case you're wondering how to reach out to the hard slingers, Chris, you got a website where maybe we can get in touch with us. You can reach us at rollthehard20podcast at gmail.com. And yep. don't, forget, don't forget about our Patreon page at patreon.com slash rollthehard20podcast. Yep. For as little as a dollar, you too can help us keep the lights on. Otherwise, it will look like this or this. I know you can't hear it in a podcast app, which brings me to my next segue. Please, on whatever podcast app you happen to listen to the show on, it really helps if you leave us that five-star rating and review. I know it doesn't seem like much, but, you know, just recently I was going through the Apple Podcasts of of our show and i was looking at the reviews and i gotta hand it to each and every one of you guys out there that have written in an awesome five-star review for us and i i can't thank you enough i know i see it out there on the google podcasts i know on stitcher spotify and iHeartRadio, even on amazon podcasts that people are leaving these awesome reviews that they really really like the show and it encourages us to us to bring more material to you you know don't forget to to Check us out on any one of our social media footprints. We've got uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, pretty soon, Chris is going to put together an OnlyFans for us. So you'll see Stabby and, and all of his ghetto thong. So keep an eye out for that, too. Until now, let's go ahead and uh, warm up our dice and top off our glasses. Roll the Hard 20 podcast presents episode 29 of our Dragon's Demand run-through, the After Action Report, part one. Enjoy. So I've been going through the last couple of days um, and just kind of getting my head around Hero Lab. And it's kind of cool because it will it will actually guide you through the character creation. Yeah, it actually like tells you where, where you forgot to fill out information, right? Yeah, it's really cool because like I was filling Always out- Always on the fucking ball, Junior, always. <laughs> so I was filling out like all my traits or feats. I can't remember which one. I and, think it's probably feats. Yeah, and if you put too many points into it, it'll actually validate and it'll turn that feat red and say, uh-uh-uh you can only do up to the total number of hit dice for that level. Okay. So like if I try to put, you know, three points into acrobatics, it's going to say, Nope. Well, I think what I'll probably do is I'll subscribe to it um, probably this week and I'll import the, the core book as well as. Uh... That's what I did for well, mine with this subscription of it. I think it's like I did a six month and then I did the, uh, download of the uh, player handbook 
Yeah, which was like, I thought you were going to say, and then I downloaded the Dragon's Demand run through, and <laughs> you know, just to make sure where we're going against. Well, I think they had uh, different packets that you could buy that allowed that to be used into uh, Hero Lab. Yeah, so I saw it's that. like uh, like a campaign specific type, like spell or creature or you know item. You can buy the package, and then it adds it to Hero Lab. My only concern is I don't know if I'd be able to run Hero Lab while I'm running the other stuff, you know, because I'm looking at, I guess it's kind of moot because when I'm looking at you guys as we're playing, I'm actually looking at my own shit. Yeah. You know, as we start describing things, but I like to make digital eye contact. Yes. <laughs> Look into my eyes. Look into my virtual eye of destiny. <laughs> you know, that reminds me of uh, role models. Tell her that her whispering eye. Oh yeah, her whispering eye. Have you not what, seen what role it? models, Brian? I guess I haven't. No. Oh. <laughs> what does that mean? It means her vagina. Yeah, me <laughs> <laughs> so there's this. It's uh, uh, who is it? Paul Rudd, uh, Sean William Scott Stifler. Oh yeah, and, yeah. And they um, end up having get a community service because they're really they either go to jail or do this community service. And they hook up with these two kids that are like, they're a handful. And one of them is like totally into LARP, you know, live action role <laughs> yeah. play. And the rest of the movie is like um, centered around the LARPing. And it's really, it's cool, man. I'll have <laughs> to movie. check that out. That sounds like a movie <clears throat> I think we would all sit down and really enjoy. It's very funny. You know, I was, um, yeah, I was, I was editing out the, uh, the episodes last night in fact and uh it was so long you listen to me ryan it was so long that i had to uh make two of them oh really yeah i was actually like i was able two to two hours of uh, yeah it was material. an hour and 51 minutes and then after i had uh did the intros and stuff i think the first episode came in just under an hour and the other one was like at 106 so it was like perfect oh, boom boom and i figured that this would be a, a great opportunity at that point to say okay we finally did what we accomplished now we could do what we're going to do tonight so how yeah. you doing nick doing all right how you doing? doing yeah doing well doing well you're nick so is everyone ready yeah uh sure just just just, just i don't even have my just, dice next to me Shit. i have mine they're just not even out <laughs> no we don't we don't need them anyway so well, a handful on the table yeah greetings fellow <laughs> slingers welcome back to world of hard 20 podcast it is uh your trusted gm brian and with me my hard slingers yeah, yeah. so we just finished wrapping up not just episode 27 but as i was explaining to the other guys 27 and 28 because the episode was so long that we were able to make two episodes out of it but you know uh that's really not gonna diminish from tonight and this isn't gonna be in the rolling for 20 uh category we're actually gonna use this as part of our canonical dragon's demand run through we're in episode 29 tonight <clears throat> basically what we'll do is we'll just we'll talk about the like an after action report like what we did with the um sorry what we did with the delta green run throughs how we get together afterwards and we talk about it so we'll do the same thing with this only we'll try to make it more frequently other than not one every 30 episodes 
<laughs> we'll try to, you know, try to engage people. So if it's too long, didn't listen or whatever, they have the opportunity of getting together and listening to like a, a brief run through of like the last three or four episodes, kind of like a condensed version. Uh, so yeah, you guys came to resolution with the blood valve lair. You guys hunted down and, and took care of big chief rogue has how you guys feel about that. You know? I'm shocked, honestly. Uh, I'm shocked that we made it through. I'm yeah, relieved that it's done. <laughs> that last fight was a little... Oof. You know, it's so funny because Warren, Warren, Ryan, your character, Warren, is like always either on point and just force bashing people's face in and then catching their hair on fire or like you just take a dirt nap. Just, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> But you deliver some serious damage. Oh, well, what warlocks do. I mean, in 5e, the way warlocks are built is they're kind of all or nothing. They're, there's not a lot in between. Um, uh, they're showers, not so. growers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want you want something on your face there? <laughs> oh, shit. I've already had to, like, change the rating of the last mm. episode, so... <laughs> I don't know if we can do it again, but we're I think do my, it again. I, I think probably one of the my most favorite moments of that last episode or the last run through is when Ryan moved up and basically said, fuck it. I'm going forward. And I'm going around the boulder because he knew either I'm going to die or I'm going to go out fighting. That was that was an epic move. Well, I liked how he didn't metagame it either, because I think he knew immediately that he had cast that Rogue has had casted mirror image, like right mm -hmm. out of the gate. So, but he didn't let that he didn't metagame it. But you know, I, I want to get to this at some, you know, as we go through this. But I want I want to start from the beginning of the of the AP. Uh, one of the things I wanted to say was this is actually the first AP that we produced that did not include Eric tragically you know it was it was also the first ap that we ran which was 100 percent remote that we it wasn't about okay we're going to do this for so long and then we're going to get back in the rage room it was we had we kind of the writing was on the wall how we were going to do this especially with with chris being part of the group as well you know it was 100 zoom at this point mm -hmm. and you know I, I thought we did a we still do a pretty good job i think our audio quality has gotten immensely better i know that it was like a new learning curve again you know the way how we did it at the table now it was like okay how's the mics doing how's the cameras doing we're not doing skype anymore now we're doing zoom we're doing all these other things but i think it i think it sounds very good i've heard the, the playbacks even on podcast apps to make sure it's still populating everything's good to go but it sounds good so yeah under the circumstances that we've been giving i mean in the short amount of time we've kind of dialed it down to getting it you know right and tuned yeah where everything sounds great i think that you know your mic is like my mic and chris has got the most high-end mic that they probably used in the nasa space program and you know ryan <laughs> Send whispers to space nick finally got a new can of del monte that he could speak into <clears throat> but uh you know it, it was also tragically this is uh the ap where we say goodbye to kush you know he was with us for uh i think 12 episodes and but you know what it was also the the ap that saw 
you know, through good fortune, the arrival of Ryan in episode nine. And I think mm -hmm. that, like I said, it really rounded out the playlist and you guys are, are dynamite to listen to and to watch you guys, you know, play off of each other and, you know, reverberate back and forth. I, I really like how you guys interact with one another, especially Stabby and Warren, you know, the way you guys just like a bunch of old gray hens that are the final survivors on the bus oh leading you to the resting home. What are, what are the names of those two Muppets, Waldorf and freaking? Oh God. I'm you talking about the right. old men that are in the puppet theater. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a, that is a, a interesting visual. <laughs> 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 well, you know, it started off in episode one where you guys were uh, escorting a caravan for the human trafficker, Silas, Gri Silas Grib, if you remember, to the town of Belhaim, um, where you were thrown into a whirlwind of intrigue when the witch tower collapsed, causing you guys to go and investigate. And you know, at the time, obviously, Kush was with us. And then as you and the rest of the, the townspeople gathered together, it was the Baroness uh, Debbie, who basically accosted you and said, charged you with with going into the tower and finding out what happened and all the things that that evolved from there, you guys. And that that took quite a few episodes for you guys to get through. And you even found in episode nine, stranger danger when you found Warren. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that was an interesting. I I didn't. I don't think we any of us saw that coming. No, and I, I mean, War, uh, Ryan and I, we had spoke about it, uh, how we were going to introduce this character, and I didn't want him to just to be some, you know, goofball in the town, you know, with the rest of the guys holding the ladder or a shovel or a pitchfork. He came up with a really ingenious idea of not only being in the tower, but being in, encased in that ring and from a completely different time, you know, which yeah. is pretty cool. I mean, that's... It lends credence to the town of Belhaim and the history of it, and that he has some knowledge of everything that happened in the past. And it even kind of curbed the AP a little too, because I don't think anybody was really supposed to know what happened in the past, but it was able for me to give you guys information to help feed you along as well. Mm -hmm. So if I don't if I remember correctly, we actually made some coin off of that too. Yeah, yeah. We were she, able to take a little bit of a treasure that was there in order to uh, buy some of the gear that we got in town before actually heading to the uh, where the Cavols were at. Yeah, you got and some boring. jingle out of the cage and... Speaking of uh, making coin off of Warren, it was something <laughs> I looked back on that I, I think I like would have played it the same thing, but uh, uh, on the other hand, so uh, in 5e for the type of warlock that Warren is, he actually could there was that alchemist who wanted his ring in exchange for like a bunch of healing potions and stuff warren could have actually given him that ring and then gone and sat down somewhere for like eight hours and done a ritual to recreate the ring and then the old one would have lost its power oh i thought you were gonna That's say like right when back. you guys were <laughs> roaming around in the town mm -hmm. yeah. yeah that was when you actually met up with uh What's his name? Gregor Lenten at the Greyhands Tavern. Mm -hmm. yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, and oh, then my. there was the whole, like, you're going to finish that off. <laughs> I could use the swill off that. Tastes Definitely like not sweat, above it. <laughs> I ain't above licking the bottom of this glass. <laughs> but, uh, 
top me off. Yeah, I I th <clears throat> I like the um, you know introducing Warren uh, into the group, you know, at the beginning of the AP is interesting because we I, I think at least for me I was role playing very standoffish of Warren. Um, you know, he he had um, started in with the party, and I wasn't quite sure what and who Warren was. So I was trying to role play that, you know, with with Stabby that we, we've got to get some time to know this guy. But man, ever since we picked him up, we have been just like in trouble. In trouble, man. Going through it. So I'm, I've uh, been taking damage ever since this guy joined us. <laughs> like, why am I so nice to this guy? Why do we keep him around? Maybe he's a bad talesman. You know, let's let's, let's change this up. Change up the dynamics. You know. But, so I'm looking uh, forward to more of the interaction as we progress <clears throat> through the rest of the AP. Now that we've had some time to be on the front line with Warren, we kind of get to see what he's made of and what his motivations are. That you know, now blowing I, people up, uh, yeah, blowing cobalts up. Well, Sorry. that too. But I think he's he's interested in the well-being of of the group and our. Yeah, he's has. invested because yeah. you're serving a purpose for him, though. Yes, exactly. So yeah. here's the thing that hasn't really gone uh, gone for it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna still a little on on like Warren's motivation. More, Warren is totally of the so Warren is aristocracy. Warren is totally of the mind of you treat the populace well and you get to keep your position. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny because I remember back when Kush was playing in the uh, the. Riders on the Storm. Remember, he was kind of uh, mischievous to the point where he was ready to leave people behind, like just to take what he needed and, and bail. And, uh, or was that in the Carrying Crown? I can't, I can't remember which AP he was playing that like that, but he was like, yeah, he's basically using the party to get what he needs and then sacrifice the party. And I think it was Riders on the Storm because he wanted to, to go through the gate. He didn't want to. In fact, he did. Uh, oh he, yeah, I remember that. Remember? Yeah. yeah, he just he just jumped through the gate and went back in time and left you guys holding the fucking bag. And I wow. thought that was it was pretty cool. I mean, it's very interesting seeing the, that whole, that whole thing play out like that. And uh, I still never released the the epilogue episode to that because we didn't keep it going. I thought that well, if we keep it going, then I would I would have released it. We could have kept going from there. But yeah, he's just. Uh, tragedy strikes but anyways back on this AP uh, after you guys had, had cleared out the the collapsed tower uh, through your progress is when you found that dead wizard Hunkley in the uh, like the lower area and you found a couple keys on him and stuff like that and you were able to find the location of where those kobolds had actually collapsed the tower and then you knew what had caused all this it was those these kobolds had done this and then that started the whole string of reporting back to the baroness and letting her know and and then again she tasked you guys with going and dealing with the blood valor of course she took a, a slight detour for a while to hunt clay's manor uh, oh warren's going back there <laughs> i hope so because i wrote up a bunch of shit for that place so you're gonna go tough guy yeah i think we just ran out of time 
for Hunkley's Manor. Yeah, you guys yeah. had to you guys had to deal with the Kabul threat. Yeah. Uh, with it at that moment, and you guys were mm -hmm. just burning down the clock, and just I think everybody kept watching the sun, and like uh, you know we got to get our asses back to the to the quarry and deal with these yeah. these guys. Mm -hmm. But even then, I as I recollect when you guys got back to the quarry and dealt with the guards out front, and slowly started making your way through and. And then the big dire rats and then the slaves and stuff. It just, you know, I could completely remember all of those things. Yeah, it was, we got our asses kicked a lot going through the whole Yeah, whole and thing. I, was, I wasn't sure what you guys were going to do when you got to Night Tale. Um, because I wasn't sure if you guys were just going to wipe him out or leave him behind on the upper deck as you guys descended further or coax you know coax him to come in down with you or but you guys managed to uh, create a good rapport with him to entice him to keep going and as the person that was running him i could see no reason to keep keep him back you know what he wanted to do you guys were giving him that assurance that that could be possible if he kept his word mm -hmm. yeah yeah absolutely um i'm uh i'm really curious what's gonna happen when we tell the baroness that there were some kobolds that we did let go on the condition that they would either a come to an amiable agreement or b they would leave yeah and that's that's something else that'll be threaded through because you know you left behind the guardians of the future with that big albino frog guarding these like couple hundred eggs Mm -hmm. with night tail and i don't think you guys really let anybody else survive i think you pretty much annihilated that entire tribe so natural selection uh, spoilers <laughs> spoilers at this point uh it'd be interesting to see uh the threat if uh night tail returns you know see that it paid off some way mm -hmm. well i think i was explaining um to ryan and chris before you jumped on that this AP only goes to level six. So even though we're going to be jumping onto the Pathfinder uh, mechanics and everything, you won't be in them that long. And at least you're starting off at an earlier level. So you'll be able to, to get through that. But it, I don't know what we're going to see. I mean, I, I've read it, so I kind of get, a, get an idea, but I'm not going to tell you anything. Um, but it'd be <laughs> interesting to see which directions things go based on your own choices which is mm -hmm. something I've, I've always wanted you guys to do is you know even though you were supposed to go to the blood valve lair and you deterred to hunkley's manor it's like well i'm not going to say you got to go that way well, let's go to the manor you know i've mm -hmm. i've tried to prepare enough to at least get through the things we're doing and you guys have done a, a remarkable job of derailing you <laughs> well i was, yeah, was going to say <laughs> reading the signs of my <laughs> eyes like you know but yeah coming back to point and, and even derailing me but it's it's a good exercise of the mind i can't wait for ryan to run something so we could just <laughs> needle his ass when he's on that side of the screen oh i'm i i roll with it i'm like <laughs> okay does is does this make sense is it cool awesome let's do it i'm all for that too you know it's we're trying to play to a good audience, people that mm -hmm. like listening to us. By the way, I, I saved a screenshot of a 
of an email I got. I don't know if this is true or not. I didn't, I didn't open it, but it, it was kind of funny. Let's see if I can find it again. Let's see here. I get those glasses on. <laughs> right? <laughs> I got to. It's from, in, it's from info at chartable.com podcast. It says, congratulations. Roll the Hard 20 podcast is now ranked number 242 on the Apple Podcast Hobby chart in Sweden. All right. <laughs> right here. In so it's Sweden, man. So I was like, cool. Those crazy yeah. Swedes. That's awesome. They're gonna love sweet us. love. <laughs> sweet yeah. love. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so I was really happy to see that this morning. So I didn't thank, I didn't click the thank link. Thank you to though. everyone in Sweden. Absolutely. Thank you. I think it said something about Stitcher and Spotify and that we could we could check all these things through that info dot chartpodcast.com or whatever it is and you could see how you're doing or whatever which i think is kind of neat but i don't mm -hmm. trust myself to click the link yet so i can learn <laughs> more about them that's right you don't even like opening some of the text messages i send you <laughs> i don't gif alert, gif uh, alert um but basically uh i think some of the things that we are also going to talk about is that uh where we're going to go with with the show also uh, outside of the dragons to band run through Ryan said, you're going to try to put together a 5E AP that we're going to run at some point um, because we're migrating to the Pathfinder. So for all you fellow slingers out there that still like the 5E love, we'll still be delivering that via one of the best DMs I've ever listened to. Ryan, that's you. And uh, uh, you to get, get your ears checked, but thank yeah, you. Right. Um, I'll but take he'll it put, and run he'll be putting together something and we'll probably do, be doing it in blocks though not just in hour intervals like we do but in like a like a larger block on a one sunday every couple weeks or something like that where all the schedules work together all the stars align so that we could uh, have more to put together and put out so and i like things that put out so it was a bonus <laughs> but <I'm butts. laughs> what i'm sorry what were you complaining about changing the rating of like the, the it's too late podcast? man we, we've got an audience we have to we have to appease it's not me it's the audience gods that we got to get mm -hmm. give love to so uh but basically cool. yeah i mean who else has some stuff to add to this awesome panel that we're running right now I, i'm uh I almost wish we weren't spending as much time in combat. That, that we... go ahead. Uh, I was going to say that's that's true. I don't like a lot of combat, and I think that uh, because the AP is so short, I think that they pocket the scenarios of combat. Yep. Mm -hmm. But I think you're going to see now coming out of it that you'll be dealing with more role play as well. Well, also too is like we spent like what four or five different episodes like completely in town. There's no combat in any of that. No, yeah. I mean and that's we spent, Yeah, I mean we spent like, you know, pro certainly more than that in the actual mines dealing with kobolds, but There's the kobolds. We left oh, one behind. Kill <laughs> <Go> it. <laughs> Roll for initiative. That's right. Um no, but I mean, there's the choice to have stayed in combat was yours, just like the choice to remain in town was yours. You could have mm -hmm. just gone back to town and did whatever you wanted to do for, say, 15 minutes and then move on. 
but you guys wanted to learn more stuff, which is totally awesome because I mean, there was a time that that this map of Belheim never left my computer. It, it stood out here with with where everybody's located and all the people that you wanted to talk to and, and get uh, get your armor fixed, get your get more weapons, get your climbing gear, just things like that. You wanted to chase down these leads and that leads and go to the alchemist. And I thought that was really kind of cool. You know, it's just wherever you guys felt like this thing would take you, you were never inhibited by somebody saying, well, you can't go there. There's an invisible wall, you know, and you guys stayed there and got the information that you wanted, which is super cool. Mm -hmm. Just like when you were in the, the lair, I was, I was fully expecting that at some point you guys were going to leave the lair and then go back into the lair. Oh, I'm sure that's crossed all our minds at one point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More like, than I once. Know. Like, I'm sure uh, freaking Flint and uh, Warren less so because of the nature of Warlock spells, but I'm sure Flint was going, looking at his spell slots going. Well, I think even towards the very end when Sirkin got just cooked alive in that hallway, at that point, it's just like, dude, how much, how many more rooms are there in this fucking place? Mm -hmm. You know, we've got to be getting close to it. And it's not a matter of like, Haha, ha, I won the game. No, it's like, we're going to find this fucking guy and I'm going to wear his head as a crown. <laughs> Just, <Yeah. laughs> well, we had such good mo like uh, momentum going through. I mean, we were wiping people out. The only thing that really gave our position that we were right there was that uh, that um, device that went off. As that was this, actually. If you had gave him the heads up. that... They would the they wouldn't have known you were there. You could have made your stealth check, but because they that obviously went off. It's like a fireball going off in my hallway and me just ignoring it. You know, yeah. <laughs> you just, no, it went off. You know, and I think that some of the other uh, another tough uh, combat was when you guys went down to the the first level, you know, the first sub level, and you got in trouble with the that snapper turtle. Those those two snapper mean, turtles. I was gonna say multiple snapper turtles. Yeah, there were horse <laughs> circan. I mean, yeah, it just drag me down. Just watching you guys, just and then you see Flint just hiding out in that little alcove, just just <laughs> taking like on the nips wand. off that wand. <laughs> oh my god, that wand! It's the only reason we got. I know, that and that's yeah, definitely the the saving grace. And I'll give it to Paizo for their APs. They put a lot of stuff in there that that can accentuate things, that can help you guys get through certain things. You know, it, it always behooves you to to loot the bodies or to to check things out. You know, mm -hmm. to don't not leave doors you know, uninvestigated. You, you want to go and and check things out because they're, they've always got wands. They've got swords they've got cloaks they've got all kinds of different stuff that you almost think that right when you're going to run out of juice you come across a cache of of healing potions or something man know? they just they just leave you on the edge first one's free you know yeah <clears throat> then you're looting dead bodies trying to score i think even right. nighttail <laughs> had a bunch of stuff he had like uh two healing potions yeah. he had a potion. knew he was holding out well he gave them out though and he oh, had yeah. a potion of invisibility, which he used to deal with the uh, 
Shiguri, yeah, to deal with Shiguri, and uh, or Shiguri, I forgot how to pronounce her name. Um, it doesn't matter. Her head's been. Yeah, right. <laughs> and of course, he had the armor, and he had that that dagger which he gave to Stubby. So, which we could follow up on your storyline at some point, and uh, but you really didn't investigate that that servant very well. So I was kind of shocked about that. He also gave the wand of entanglement. Yes. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I felt like something was crawling on my leg for a moment there, and I don't want to look. It's dark down there. It's a gator. It's a, yeah, baby gator. <laughs> what did you, you get for being in Florida? Dude, I tell you, it's crazy. We got an, uh, an alligator that lives in the pond out in front. Like it's oh, the gated really? community. There's a pond. Yeah. So we took a picture of this guy. We, I guess everyone in the neighborhood calls this dude Little G. Did the I gator? Or? Yeah, the gator. Oh, okay. Uh, did I, sh I thought I showed you that picture, didn't I, Junior? Or no? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, anyways. There he is, little G. Ooh, that is G. not so little. That is a big fucking G. He's probably like six feet long, but I've seen ones that are like in the outer ponds that are like 10 feet long. I mean, these things, you, you don't want to be smoking crack naked down at the bank. Uh, you know, at the bank at two o'clock in the morning because they'll take you just drag you in be wearing you anyway so i'm looking forward to the other portions of this adventure path i don't mm -hmm. need to digress with pictures of alligators and all that other happy creepy nick how you doing doing good um it's kind of reflecting on what we've gone through in the past like 30 episodes um then yeah, trying to look forward to, to what could possibly happen in the future. Um, I know that for Sirkin, he's a ranger, so doing like dungeon crawls is probably not like the best thing for him, but having those range attacks was obviously very helpful to kind of keep the space between. Um, but yeah, um, I'm definitely enjoying the AP so far. Um, and not as a spoiler, but you're going to probably be getting into um, some outside stuff as well as you as you keep going through this this AP. I, I think once you get out of all the places and actually start getting out into the wilderness, I think that you'll see that it'll probably benefit you for what you what your character is. So right, yeah. But so I think five E five E Rangers are already kind of a little underpowered for some reason oh oh you haven't looked at what Look happened at the... with rangers and tasha's no i so haven't it... because i haven't built one from there I, I played one from the original uh player's handbook and it was uh he died on the last day oh. the last of our last campaign he died oh it was God. glorious though i was <laughs> i was laughing no there's a couple of um like awesome awesome options in uh for rangers and tasha's and so they swap out some of the kind of more underpowered features for features that are still in that vein but are much more universal um and then they've got two archetypes that are really freaking cool um one of them's a swarm keeper which it's like uh you know think lord of the flies like uh you know you could go like super kind of like dark and swampy and it's like you control like this mass of insects like the ranger actually gets the mage hand spell only the mage hand is like a mass of whatever their swarm is right um 
then there's uh I'm forgetting the name, but it's like a fey ranger basically. Um, and you know, at some of the higher levels, they can like actually summon fey to help them. So. Well, yeah, have you made a, a determination which AP you're planning on running, or is that still kind of up in the air right now? Uh, still kind of a little up in the air. Um, I have been wanting to run, as I have mentioned to you, uh, Descent into Avernus, um, which is new-ish, but has been out for a little while. Um, I'm also kind of curious, uh, and if uh, any of our listeners have a preference on what they would love to see run, um, the new, uh, the what is it, the Wild Beyond Witchlight, the new one that just came out, from um uh from wizards uh yeah let's see what is it it is oh the wild beyond the witchlight so is that a compilation of a bunch of stories or is that one whole new that is it's one whole um like campaign module um let's see does it give a level range it does not. We'll, we'll pick up on that minutia at some point. Yeah, but also too, if like people have suggestions of of campaigns they'd be interested in for five E, they'd be interested in seeing run. You know, please um, uh, write in. Um, what's the email address we use, Brian? World Hard Twenty Podcast at Gmail dot com, or you could drop me a line at the website itself at Roll the Hard Twenty Podcast dot com. Just drop me a line. Also, DM me we're, we're, on uh, Instagram. Yeah, that's right. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, follow me on OnlyFans. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, not kidding. No, <laughs> not kidding. Not kidding. Um, but <laughs> made me lose my train of thought. Um, I was going to say, oh, we're happy to try out any system. The only thing, the only stipulation, it's got to have a D20. Somebody asked me about that. Why does it have to have a D20? I'm like, dude, the show. Uh, duh. You know, <laughs> duh. Uh, hello? And then they said, well, what does it mean to roll a hard 20? I just give them the hand. I'm done. <laughs> Out. <laughs> well, I'm excited to see what uh, everyone's characters can do after changing into Pathfinder. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot more uh, different things that a cleric can do on Pathfinder than he was able to do at D&D. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how that that plays out against the NPCs as well as the uh, any monsters you guys come that you will come across, I should say, because it's. Uh, I mean, I look at the monster stat blocks and they're they're not anything to to blink at, and I can only imagine what the players are going to be like, what your what your characters will be like, because I know that they're just they're just in, just got all this buku shit going on so i can't hear you chris there's so many different things you can do with with a pathfinder character it's just you have you have this huge bag of tricks so to speak that that you can really change the the way that that uh combat or really anything happens in in a pathfinder world so yeah you really got to pay attention they make their characters very heroic, for lack of a better term. <clears throat> like you feel like a hero. 
Yeah, especially when you start breaking down uh, particular feats and traits and stuff. It's like, all right, there's some options to work here with. It's like, all right. I, I, I got some points to maybe put into this or into that. Yeah. Okay. I've mentioned to everyone that, you know, my preference is in general 5e. And it is what I know a lot better than Pathfinder. But I find it fascinating that you guys don't feel quite as much that way for 5e. I liked 5e it, and it served a purpose. And it still does. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, the show was built on catering to the 5e audience. I just want to start showing some of the Pathfinder listeners yeah. some love as well. Absolutely. Without ostracizing anybody. Uh, that includes not ostracizing 5e, Starfinder, Delta Green, uh, Basic, D&D. Uh, &D, none of that stuff. I want to make sure that everybody knows that we... I'm not picking sides i don't addition bash i don't system bash i like them mm -hmm. all i mean every one of them has something out there even fourth edition i know a lot of people looked at that as like a as like the redheaded stepchild which i think i i enjoyed it immensely once i got into I it too. i know that just like any system i think that the wheels start wobbling when you get in higher levels because you start getting into a, a lot more options things start taking a little longer and i think people don't realize that the that the streamline that occurred back in the 80s with basic dnd or even advanced dnd uh kind of gets lost i know that the combat back then was much quicker because there were a lot less options other than the home uh the homebrew stuff that people would put into their games and that's just a that's an evolution it's like saying well my old Chevy Caprice did what it needed to do back in the 80s, but now I got a car that's got nav and it's got satellite radio. And, you know, I got a, a computer for every window motor and every door lock and stuff. It's it's a lot more stuff, but it's it's the creature comforts that people want. And, and they wouldn't have put them in the games if people weren't hearkening for them in previous editions. So doesn't mean you can't drive that caprice even now i mean you could always go back put gas in it change it all take it out it's the same thing with everything else you know every all these other systems that i have on the shelves i like them all i've read a good majority of them from front to rear uh there's just so many of them but they all bring something to the table which i think is awesome so okay looking forward to the uh the, the next episodes and, and what we encounter as we leave the lair. I think and it's going to be hilarious. Oh, it's going to be <laughs> awesome. Well, you know, at this point, like I said, you guys have leveled up to level three where you decide to take your rest, uh, whether you want to do it in Rogue Has's area or you want to uh, just mm -hmm. expedite yourself having left the lair and do it someplace else or come back to the Baroness, just beat the shit and then take a rest after you deal with her, however you guys want to do it, uh, message me, private message me, and let me know what you guys decide how you want to uh, handle it. How mm -hmm. you guys want to level up, where you guys want to do it at. You guys want to rest in there, you want to rest outside, want to rest in the inn. Just let me know. And we will Warren make that. Can, actually, no, he can't. He can't stay in there long enough. Never mind. I was going to say, Warren can go rest in his ring, but. Oh. Oh, aren't you fancy? That's a tight I ring, isn't fancy. it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. All right, definitely changing the rating. Dude, I remember when, when 
Ryan first started with this. I'm like, come on, babe, let's do this. He's like, you know, I, you don't have to call me babe. You know, you don't know me that well. Now we're like, come on, babe, let's do this. He's like, uh-huh. right on. We're just, we're tight. <laughs> I love it. All right, guys. Well, I think that we've got enough for this and uh, can't wait to edit it out and make it happen. And uh, what can I say? Love the group. Love the dynamics. And I want to see us finish this thing off. And we will. I think mm-hmm. we're about close to halfway through already. So, cool. yeah. Only another, you know, 29 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Who knows? You guys been falling through this thing. So, we'll see what happens. Okay. Say goodnight, one and all. Good night, night. one and all. Good night, one and all.